Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Uh, with many businesses recently closing their doors and essential services struggling to keep going, I get a lot of questions. I'm quite curious myself as to know what kinds of actions uh, CFOs and finance teams are taking within their organisations to deal with this COVID-19 pandemic. So I've been compiling a number of resources uh, from the conversations I've been having with CFOs and other finance professionals and share with you today on this Monday Memo. But before we go into it, um, someone sent me a link to a Bill Gates 2015 TED Talk called The Next Outbreak, We're Not Ready. And, uh, you know, reviewing that, I thought he was very prescient about the current COVID-19 pandemic. It's something that potentially, in terms of a reaction, we could have probably been a bit more proactive around. Um, many CFOs and finance teams have been reacting, scrambling to keep their businesses open and essential services going. So hopefully... We can sort of learn from what we're going through and take such warnings seriously in the future. But let's focus on the now. What are we learning? What are finance and accounting professionals doing at the moment so that we can make better actions uh, across our profession, across our communities, uh, and better survive and emerge or on the other side? So the way I've been looking at this is that finance teams nowadays, our responsibilities are typically uh, much broader. And, and I've sort of split them into two. Uh, one is is actions being taken with a specific um, focus on the finance organization and then others being taken uh, with finance support for the benefit of the rest of the business and and more operation specific. So if we look at just finance functions themselves, there was a recent survey being done by Gartner on what's uh, keeping CFOs awake at night and what's really getting most of their attention is the immediate and longer term implications of the crisis. There's four times as many respondents indicating this um, reason for keeping them awake as opposed to the fourth place supply chain constraints. And this is obviously to do with protecting the continuity of the business. And actually we're in the process of pulling together a panel to have a, a, a video panel debate on this sort of topic, keeping businesses open, business continuity and so on. But for now, what have finance leaders been doing? Well, it's been very much a tougher, more cost-focused discipline. Uh, this has ranged from simple enough uh, things to implement, like freezing new hires, uh, which is being done a lot in the energy and technology sectors. Um, in the more medium-sized organizations and, and sporting organizations, they've had to share pain with the frontline staff. So that's involved pay cuts between 5% and all the way up to 80%. Yes, 80%. Uh, with the more senior lev levels uh, taking the larger um, cuts. And then, you know, there has been layoffs in finance with the all but skeleton crews remaining, uh, particularly in travel and hospitality sectors. So, you know, that's that's a bit unfortunate, but where finance has been able to make a difference is being part of value capture teams, uh, where they've combined with, say, uh, human resources, purchasing uh, facilities, IT, and helped identify other cost-saving opportunities. Treating the current situation like you say they would when you have a have a company acquire another company. You do the due diligence. You see where there's uh, value creation, synergy opportunities, and so on. Now that said, there is a continual investment going on in IT capex uh, to support remote work capabilities, virtualization, and also keep uh, the path going towards delivering longer-term cost savings. Uh, the order of the day seems to be zero-based budgeting. A lot of budgets have been thrown out the window and businesses have to justify every uh, element of their expense now 
so that you know the distinction between what's fundamental and and sort of uh, less necessary can be better understood and those unnecessary expenses in the short term anyway cut obviously marketing spend is being is being frozen and investment only really be put into social media expenditure and interestingly there's negotiations going on with vendors to share some of the pain and apply sort of discounts to to ongoing contracts or deferring the start dates of particular contracts i suppose some of us might have had uh, events planned or are planning to attend uh, training courses and so on a lot of those have just been cut or moved online and again at a lower expense to our organizations um, and a lot of smaller organizations actually have been trying to renegotiate loans with their banks the larger ones have been looking at the swap markets trying to get better similarly with uh, customers uh, companies have been implementing programs to either extend discounts with them uh, deferrals modeling the impact of these sort of delayed uh, cash inflows one executive I was talking to reminded his finance organization that, you know, do what you can for your customers during this time and they will remember those companies that help them out. So it could be as simple as trying to adapt policies to handle situations where customers are having difficulty in raising, say, paper-based purchase orders because they're, they're no longer in the office and have access to all the normal tools that they have. So it's just being a bit more adaptable. And with that sort of theme in mind, slipping over to the operational perspective I mentioned earlier, uh, you know, the, the we're in the early stages of the COVID-19 cases, so they're growing and are not really showing any sign of peaking yet. So CFOs, along with other business leaders, are really reinforcing the health and safety of the whole organisation, of the staff. Uh, so they've been running shorter shifts um, with people to reduce uh, the social distancing impacts, uh, rotating shifts. Uh, checking workers' temperatures uh, before they start their shifts on the way in. Um, also, a lot of them have been uh, bringing in uh, general practitioners or medical experts onto video calls uh, to help answer questions and allay employee concerns and fears. Um, also, I don't know about you, I've never had a virtual coffee until very recently, so they're being more encouraged every day so people can keep connected with each other. Um, also, a lot more use of Slack, Trello, Microsoft Teams for collaboration and Zoom and WhatsApp uh, for calls and meetings. Obviously, there's concerns, particularly for some uh, smaller, more agile organisations who are more global in nature. Not all governments are funding social welfare schemes uh, for companies with staff in, in other countries. So it's actually uh, tough decisions are having to be made about staff being laid off, left behind or being sort of covered on lower wages. And I suppose the big concern is, is how is all this going to shake out as we enter into the next quarter? You know, annual plans, as I said, have already gone out the window. Uh, business continuity plans will need to be rewritten, uh, particularly where organisations haven't embraced things like paperless offices and remote working. Uh, but the worst thing to do is when the dust settles is not to have learned anything from this. Uh, you know, and maybe we should be evaluating other things like, I know, climate change, Brexit, the risk of future pandemics. And think about those a bit differently now into our scenario modeling. Uh, so with that in mind, uh, again, as I mentioned, we're arranging a panel. We're going to air it over the next couple of weeks around keeping businesses open as well as keeping essential services going. So stay tuned for that. And that's the whole point of the Strength in the Number show is to share with you what's working, what's not working, what are people doing, where are people thinking at, particularly in this times of crisis when we're having to react. And it's just if we sort of share 
those sort of lessons we're learning at the moment, it just helps the rest of us through, positions us better for the future. So look, really appreciate you tuning in today. Again, if you like the show, please share it with your colleagues, friends. Uh, They can subscribe on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Spotify. And we really appreciate you investing your time with us today. So until next time, take care of yourselves, and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.